Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CME curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. Hi, this is CME on ReachMD, and I'm Dr. Devinder Grover. We're going to talk today about some of the microshots. So there are a lot of different stenting options for bloodless MIGS procedures. And let's take a look at two of them, the eye stent and the hydrus microstent. First, we'll talk about how they work. Now, when we talk about the eye stent, there's the eye stent inject W and the eye stent infinite. Now, interestingly, they're both exactly the same as far as what they look like. They have a flange that's 360 microns, and they have four outflow pathways on the side, and then an inner diameter of 80 microns. The difference is really the platform of delivery and the indication. So the eye stent inject W, it's two stents on a preloaded injector, and it's indicated for to be used in combination with cataract surgery. Whereas the eye stent infinite is three of the same exact stents preloaded, but there's an infinite number of clicks. And this is the first FDA cleared device for standalone trabecular bypass, not really tied to cataract surgery or disease state. Now, at two years for the eye stent inject, at 24 months, 75.8% of treated eyes versus 61.9% of control eyes had 20% reduction from baseline IOP and 63.2% of treated eyes versus 50% of control eyes were free of medications at 24 months. And what interestingly, when you look at the five-year outcomes of the iStent Inject W, there were really no significant concerns about endothelial cell loss. Now, the infinite was done in a more refractory group. The study showed there were 72 eyes and 72 patients with a mean preoperative IOP of 23.4 millimeters of mercury on 3.1 meds. 61 eyes had failed prior surgery, whereas 11 eyes were uncontrolled on max medical therapy. Now, a total of 76.1% of the enrolled patients met the endpoint, which was a greater than or equal to 20% reduction in mean IOP on the same or fewer medications. 53% of these eyes had a greater than 30% reduction in mean IOP without any additional surgical interventions. And the safety was favorable with no real concerns. This is impressive for a refractory group of patients. So now let's talk about the hydrus implant. Now, this is an 8-millimeter nitinol implant. And the Horizon trial which I'm going to talk about, had 360 eyes that randomized the hydrus microshunt and 187 eyes that were cataract surgery only. And um, five-year follow-up was completed with 80% of patients. And at five years, the hydrus group had a higher proportion of eyes with an IOP of 18 millimeters of mercury or less without medication than the cataract group. It was 49.5% compared to 33.8% and a greater likelihood of IOP reduction of 20% or more without medications than um, the cataract surgery alone group. And the number of glaucoma medications in the hydrus group at that time point was 0.5 meds versus in the control group was 0.9 meds. The cumulative risk of incisional glaucoma surgery was lower in the hydrus group, 2.4% compared to 6.2%. And there was really no significant difference all the way from three months to 60 months to, in terms of endothelial cell health. So, you know, the, it was also quite impressive as far as safety is concerned. Now, the, the study showed that the addition of the Schlem's canal microstunt, this hydrus implant, in conjunction with cataract surgery, was safe in lowering medication use and IOP, um, and also reducing an eye's need for incisional glaucoma surgery. And this was five-year data, so that's quite impressive. So in conclusion of the whole microstunt group, the eye stent and hydrus discussion, um, both groups helped accomplish a couple of things. Both studies did. The goal of decreasing a patient's dependence on glaucoma drops and modestly decreasing their IOP compared to the control group with cataract surgery. So these are relatively long-term studies demonstrating safety and long-term endothelial cell health. So both very promising and showing um, showing quite high success rate and safety in both these microshunts. So thank you again for tuning in. Uh, this has been CME on ReachMD. 
you have been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is provided in partnership with the National Eye Institute of the National Institutes of Health of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, along with Prova Education, and is part of our Minute CME curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to ReachMD.com slash Prova. Thank you for listening.